He gives someone a hot dog, they eat for a day. Join me, won't you, for another roundtable discussion of all things sauce. Welcome to the internet's best and only podcast all about sauces. That's right, it's talking sauces. With me today is the formal sauce expert in and around Dead Elk, Manitoba. It's Ronnie Pelchuk Grimace. I assume that's me. <laughs> so here on Talking Sauces, the world famous saucier from Branson, Michigan, Mr. Galeford Snargle Mom. It's a saucier. <laughs> Maybe in your country. And I'm your host, Kelly Tony Backramen. We are going to be talking sauces. I I really want to go back to our original name, Sauce Plus Three. I'm thinking, uh, you know, talking sauces just sounds a little. (laughs) It sounds like we're not. It sounds. Oh my god! It sounds like that movie. Yeah, it's not as good as you think. It just sounds like we're not taking sauces seriously. Yeah, I know. I know. You, you, sounds like it sounds like we're the type that would just get on to a podcast about Alfredo. <laughs> you know, something really pedestrian oh, that nobody even Alfredo, cares about. Something very foreign. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's what Those I meant. Sauces yeah. <laughs> Alfredo was invented Alfredo. in North America <laughs> by non-Americans. <laughs> yeah, by uh, you know. Uh, people on the coast. Oh my God! But you know wait, what? Aren't we in Manitoba? <laughs> <laughs> Thus, neither American nor on the coast. So <laughs> we can cast stones at that. We could. I have nothing. Does somebody have something oh. to beer with? Now I want to know if there is a sauce podcast, <laughs> and I want to know what it's called. Well, I originally named it Tossin' Sauces. <laughs> I thought it was funnier, but it didn't quite. I've seen that movie too. <laughs> It's a whole video series. I played that movie in a video store when I worked there, yeah. I love to put the, the, uh, the just weird porn up on the, you know, because back, back in the day when you walked into a video store that was only yeah. a movie playing, I'd put porn up yeah. and just read the Asian newspaper and just mm-hmm. wait for people to react. It was amusing. I would have done that if I didn't work for my uh, parents-in-law. <laughs> when I worked at a video store, that would have been. I mean, they actually wouldn't have cared, uh, except for the customers that would have offended. But I was on Polk Street in San Francisco, so nobody cared. So y- <laughs> you were not the only video store playing porn. Yours was just the tasteful, high class kind. Oh no! Well, I did play the Green Door behind the Green Door. Oh, there you go. One of the artsy from the seventies. Artsy. It, no, seriously. It, I know you yeah, told me. You told you and David like told me all about Jones, it. Yeah. Uh, deep throat uh, kind of it's, era. It's in that yeah that same era where yeah. they were really trying to make porn mainstream. So. Yeah. I, I did you ever have the experience working at a video store where somebody cuz this is I say this not as a cliched kind of like stupid joke but it really happened to a friend where we were standing in a video store while she was working once and a person brought back a porn and she took it from his hand and she dropped it because it was it's it had stuff on it. <laughs> So he didn't wash his hands. Apparently. I mean, yeah, because it's not like you can stick the pages of a porno video together. (laughs) That's just simple bad hygiene. Take the tape out. And then you return it to the We did have somebody come in and drop it on the counter and say this didn't work. And (laughs) my mother-in-law looked at him and says, like, oh, the the tape didn't play? He's like, no, it played just fine. It just didn't work. And... She just looked, I mean, looked right That's at him and awesome. said, Sir, we do not guarantee that you will enjoy any movie you rent here. Nicely done. I like the didn't work. I like, I like phrasing it that way. That's that's pretty That's pretty funny. That's very funny. I can help with that, sir. Thank you. This is a video called Beaches. What? <laughs> you know, no, nothing is more erotic than watching somebody die of cancer. I mean, that is, that's like the hey, perfect. To each his own. That's all I'm saying. 
Yeah, I whack it to steal magnolias every chance I get. <laughs> oh. I still don't think I've ever seen that whole movie. Um, I saw it, but I was dozing off through it. That was, that was one of the movies. Yes, and I watched it, and Deanne was really excited. She goes, oh, I love that movie. Let's watch it together. And I watched it together, and I was like... <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, after you Hold finished, on. of course you were dozing off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just simple chemistry. And your wife must have been pissed. I was like, oh, tell me. <laughs> I'm, I'm over there going... Her eyes. I'm over there going, die already, die already. <laughs> Cancer riddled Aaron Brockovich. Oh wow! Oh, this went downhill <laughs> really fucking fast. Um, yikes! But, so, speaking of uh, people dying, oh, this, this this is pretty good beer. Don't want to start yeah, the good. podcast off on a on a low note, but yesterday the Aaron Moran that was kind of a shock. Who's Aaron Moran? Joni from Happy Days. She died oh. yesterday. You know oh, about wow. that? Hmm. Chachi must be devastated. Apparently, that's all we're going to say about yeah, that one. I, I have no feelings about that. Really? I, I just as somebody I mean, from Happy that. Days was a big thing for me back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Joni from, from Happy Days. Happy Days. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's Happy Days. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, next topic. <laughs> this is a show from the 1970s about the 1950s. And how awesome and white everyone was. I, they really should have repeated that. Like maybe in the '90s with something about the '70s. Oh, no, they yep, did. did <laughs> the best did thing you know? That ever come out of Happy Days? Truly, is jumping the shark. That's the best thing that ever. Yeah, came out of I Happy would actually Days. say the best thing to come out of Happy Days is Mork and Mindy. Oh, there is that. That is, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Actually, jumps the shark on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> bad joke. Bad joke. Did you know that the 90s, there are rumors that uh, that 90s show actually started off, it was originally going to be a continuation of like what, what Richie Cunningham becomes as an adult. Oh, oh that, that 70s show? And that was supposed to be read. That's the rumor, but they've never confirmed it because the rumor also says they could never get the okay to do that, to continue Happy Days as a 90s show about the 70s, the way the 70s shows were about the 50s. I don't remember who, who had that. CBS or NBC. So what they did was they, they eradicated all references to it, and then and they put in all kinds of subtle like hints like the, yeah like the fact that red's mom was uh what's her name the actress that played richie's oh, mom in happy show. days yeah yeah okay you said the he's saying show. that 90 so we i was oh oh i'm sorry oh yeah yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm so the caffeine still's not kicking in uh yeah the 70s that 70s show in the 90s same same concept mm-hmm. but yeah that was the rumor that they it was originally the development of that actually started off as a what happened to Richie Cunningham and now here's his family and he went off to, uh, he joined the military and got really really cranky and became like a miserable old guy so and he has his kids was supposed to be red which is a nickname that uh, that Fonzie gave Richie back in in the happy day in happy days yeah and so there's all these little hints, like, and uh, the the same mom, Richie's mom, is 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 his mom in in that '70s show. She shows up, same actress, mm-hmm. and it's just like all these weird little hints, but nobody's ever confirmed that that's actually that's actually what it was mm-hmm. supposed to be. So I did not know any of that. Now you know. And I'm glad they didn't go with that. I'm glad they didn't do that. I think that would have been a little on the nose. Terrible. <laughs> <sighs> We need less nostalgia from that generation. I, yes, the good old, the good old we do. Yeah. Yes, we do. Yeah, you need less nostalgia. Period. I think. What do we think of this beer? I actually really like it. What is this? Hopworks Urban Brewery's uh, Ferocious Citrus IPA. It's very good. It's a very good yeah, um, with grapefruit. Yeah, uh, you can definitely taste the grapefruit. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it is like a, a rattler in an IPA had a baby. Yes, definitely 40 IBUs. There's no bite to this whatsoever. Yeah. But I th- to me, I mean, I'm not a big fan of drinking in the morning, and so this is perfect beer for... Oh, I know. <laughs> it's like a, I have just been there. ostracized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, somebody still has their Manitoba sass on. <laughs> hey, now... But this is pretty. If I'm going to drink a beer in the morning, this is perfect. This is, this is a perfect beer. It has citrus yes. in it. Yes. So it's like, it's like know, a mimosa. Yeah. 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 It works for me, I think. Mimosa. Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> it's what classy drunks drink. <laughs> I need an umbrella right now. <laughs> it's what the Trumps drink in the morning. <laughs> I'm 
sorry. I thought we said classy. <laughs> oh, I thought you said classy with a K. <laughs> if it's not orange, I'm not touching it. Right. Right. Is that, is that a reference exactly. back to uh, classy with a K reference back to Mike's rap? <laughs> oh, my. You rap so... Like. Wonderfully. Okay, we were going for different W words. <laughs> I was just going to leave it there. Okay. You figured somebody would fill in the blank. Here's what you have to like about Mike's rap is that regardless of qualitative judgments about it, he loves doing it. And he doesn't cease love doing it, loving doing it, just because people criticize him for it. So, Right. He gets into it. <laughs> And thank I think goodness a passion he does. for voiceover rap is a little quirky, but I kind of know your <laughs> it's a growing area. I'm it's confident a... that there is uh, a website of uh, you know where fans of such things gather. Yeah, it's a growth industry <laughs> in that one small dark corner of the internet. Yeah. And according to Rule Thirty Four, there is porn of it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so sad. Some of it probably involving Mike. What movies have I? Oh, I was just telling uh, Caleb about this on the way up. I watched two John Carpenter movies back to back this week. Yes. And it continues my internal uh, argument about whether he is a fantastic filmmaker or a shitty filmmaker. <laughs> He seems to be so hit and miss that it's, it's almost impossible. I, I have, um, I watched a movie called Prince of Darkness that I, of his that I've never oh, seen okay. before. It's one of my least favorites, but I like it. Oh, it's horrible. But, um, I watched it on Xfinity on the, on demand and the, the description that is in Xfinity is so funny. I had to take a screenshot of it because it sounds like the employees or somebody at Xfinity had watched this movie and, and wanted to give a description this is the description they have. A priest, Donald Pleasance, summons a v- professor, Victor Wong, to an old church to see a canister of liquid Satan. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Entirely accurate. Exactly. Like and I'm thinking that's not only accurate, it's also kind of a warning <laughs> to stay away. <laughs> No, it's a great movie. Although, speaking of, Liquid Satan is a great sauce for Fusili, so we're back on topic finally. (laughs) We're tossing sauce. (laughs) Okay, just, uh, yeah. Let me get out of the way. <laughs> and what was the other joke? Um, it was a rewatch of something I had watched as a kid. So it was on that little list of movies that I'm scared to watch for potentially ruining, which was Escape from New York. Oh, great! It was fantastic. Okay. I haven't seen it. I literally haven't seen it. Yeah. yeah, that one does. That one did. That one. Well, Conan. I was really surprised. It, Conan. It not only aged. It aged amazingly well, and I was so shocked because the visuals, you know, like a lot of times you see like those apocalyptic movies or, or movies that involve a lot of destruction from the 70s or 60s, and they look just phony as hell. Mm-hmm. This looked as real as anything you would see nowadays. And I was just, how the hell did they do this in the 70s? And I, and I went out and I, and I looked around and I found an article where they talked about... Um, you did what they, you never could have done in the 70s. Right, exactly. This was, uh, I spoiled some of the magic a little bit. But um, apparently there was a, a small city in Illinois, I don't remember what the name of it is right now, that had experienced a massive fire, burned out a residential area and part of the city, part of it, and a bridge. And so the state cordoned off that whole area and said, you know, nobody could go there until they had time to demolish it. And John Carpenter heard about it and he went there and negotiated with the state to purchase that whole area for a dollar. Oh, wow. They went in, they, you know, dressed it up with garbage or whatever they needed to do. Made it New York. Yeah. <laughs> and they filmed. It. That's why it looks so real, because it is. It is mm-hmm. And the bridge at the end of the movie is the bridge that mm-hmm. they, that they, you know, they got destroyed. So it's that's why they managed to pull that off, and then he, I guess he sold it back to the state at the end for for a buck, and mm-hmm. and uh, it's kind of amazing. But yeah, that movie held up amazingly well. I was really really happy. You know, um, normally you know about a half hour in if it's going to be you know if it's going to be bad. Uh, this was a terrible terrible idea. <laughs> My childhood movies that. Uh, 
I, I just generally follow the <clears throat> don't try uh, on a lot of the old ones. I just won't go back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Labyrinth is actually one of them that didn't, uh, it, it doesn't age great, but it's just as enjoyable because it's still, you've got the, the Muppets bouncing around, uh, uh, the fun songs. It was the first thing Tamara to ever encounter David Bowie in. So like years later, she was working with some people. She was like, oh yeah. They're like, oh, did we, I love David. She's like, oh yeah, the guy from Labyrinth. And they're like, Rrr. <laughs> it's like she got the dirtiest looks from her in the room. They're like, okay, time to educate Tamra about David Bowie. Well, she was born in 79, and her sisters were only into like hair bands. So she you can, really yeah. you had can. no exposure to David Bowie's overall uh, body of work yeah. uh, until she got uh, educated in uh, like. 2002, 2003, somewhere in there. I think someone could be forgiven for going through the 80s without realizing David Bowie. there was more to David Bowie than than what he produced in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Not not that what he did in the 80s was terrible, but I, I don't think it inspires the kind of fandom that you know what he did earlier in his career. But uh, yeah. So another movie that I watched was not a rewatch. Was a was a I did it on a whim. It was kind of a uh, and it was an indie movie. One I had never heard of before. It's called Dark Tourist. It had uh, Michael mm-hmm. Cudlitz in it. That's the guy who played Abraham in, in The Walking Dead. Yeah. As a guy who is obsessed, he's a, he's a he's a security guard working at an oil company, and every year he uses his vacation time to go visit a location where some tragedy has occurred, like a serial killer, and he goes and looks at all these locations. And um, I thought it was it got terrible, terrible reviews. Everybody hated it. And I think it was just because it was it's a very dark movie. Yeah. Like he goes and he sort of psychologically starts getting a little too into it. Oh. And he starts kind of um, you know, sort of, sort of messes with his head. <laughs> and um I loved it, man. I I was into this movie from from the from the first scene. I mean, just just right on on board 100%. But you know, I went on afterward and read the reviews and it just got decimated by people. I mean, they absolutely hated it. Um, and the, the Melanie Griffiths is in it. She plays a, a waitress in this small town that he oh, goes to. to. Yes. <clears throat> I, I the way. Are you saying she, she plays was a working girl? She plays a waitress. This is my impression of the waitress right here. So had she had a little work done? A little tiny bit of work yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah. Since. Um, our She's listeners at home can see uh, Rick stretching his face. Yes. <laughs> she is always surprised. I was pulling my face back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've not been watching a lot of movies. I've been uh, going through uh, catching up TV shows mostly, including watching the spectacularly bad Iron Fist. Oh, my God. No, the, it, the more I think about it, and we finished it, and, yeah, it's a snooze fest. It's it is just simply bad. So bad. That's the one with the, the what's his name from Game of Thrones? Finn Jones, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, again, he, <clears throat> he Melanie Griffiths his way through, although it's hard to say because, <laughs> I mean, without the facelift. Without this constant support. Yeah. Although, no one said it's constant whining. Yeah, it's constant whining. That's it was... Sure. Uh, <laughs> We were talking the other day about, you know, each of the different shows uh, in the Defender series so far. And, you know, Daredevil, which is completely fantastic, the first season especially. Je- uh, Jessica Jones, which I think is actually better than Daredevil. I'm just, I, I don't so. always say it on yeah. camera because she disagrees strongly. Um, hmm. Luke Cage, which was good, um, at least the first two thirds of it. I really liked Luke Cage. And then, the, uh, and then this, which was, um, they... They could have done so many things to to make it okay, but even like having Rosario Dawson and Carrie on Carrie Ann Moss not able to deliver their lines like anything other than a lead weight dropping, <laughs> and the, like the last words we hear from Carrie Ann Moss is, um, "I'm never one to miss a good cremation." Who says that? <laughs> Who wrote that? And I'm just imagining she's going through the shipping like, "Fucking really." <laughs> I, no, there was some bad lines. Fucking really. Um, yeah, Iron Fist, no. More like aluminum can fist. Okay. I put it on my watch list. Maybe I'll quietly remove it. Okay. You know what you should put on there is... Uh, What's that? I don't feel at home in this world anymore. I don't feel at home in this world anymore. Yeah, what is that? It's uh, original. It's amazing. Yeah? Elijah Wood plays 
Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a movie. Uh, it plays this uh, kind of neighbor to this girl woman who uh, who her she gets robbed. Mm-hmm. She's already like kind of pissed off at the world, and and then she gets robbed, so she goes and tries to find the people who robbed her. And uh, Elijah Wood kind of joins her, and it's their journey of finding these people that robbed her. And she doesn't hmm. really want anything except to tell them they're bad people. That's really all <laughs> she wants. And it's it's a fantastic movie, and it's it's a lot of fun, and everyone does a great job in it. Yeah, interesting. Okay, I will swap Iron Fist for that. Yeah, I would definitely do that. Have you guys seen Safety Not Guaranteed? Mm. I really, I really want to see that movie. It's a uh, little. It's not Netflix. It's this indie film. We actually saw it at the Pickford, and it's uh, set in the Northwest. Has Aubrey Plaza. Um, which, speaking of Aubrey Plaza, we'll have to circle back to another Aubrey Plaza related thing. Um, and they hear it's like this small town newspaper hears about this guy who says he's invented a time machine and they go to interview him as like this odd little, you know, human interest piece kind of thing. But it's the guy who's going out. It's like the town he grew up in and Aubrey Plaza plays characters going out with and quirky cast of characters and things like that. And he's um, the reason it comes to their attention is because he's put out a, a personals ad looking for somebody to accompany him on his next trip in this time machine. And it, it finishes with the word safety, not guaranteed. So if you, you're signing up for this, you don't know what's going to happen. And then um, small town, semi sci-fi hijinks ensue. And it's a, uh, it's a fun movie. It's, I saw the the trailer for that movie ages ago, and I and I, I right off the bat I thought this is my kind of movie. I I have to watch. And then it came to Netflix for a ridiculously short amount of time. I put it on my list, and then yeah, it disappeared. I was like, Fuck. it was like I waited a little too long, and it disappeared. So yeah, as soon as it comes back to Netflix or shows up somewhere, it's um every time every everybody that I know who has seen it has said it's fantastic. And uh, yeah, I'll have to watch it. I haven't seen yeah. that one. Nice. And speaking nice. of Aubrey Plaza, mm. you guys watch Legion? Yes. I have. Watched we've watched the first two episodes. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is pretty good. It's pretty good so far. And she's a great I, character. I don't. Yeah. I haven't watched it. Wow. Why? So we're, we're talking about the Defenders. You haven't watched it. We're talking about Legion. <laughs> you haven't watched it. I I am I am lukewarm to the whole superhero concept. It has to be done in a, in a certain way, just exactly the right way for me to like I it. I think. Actually, have you watched any of the Defenders? Uh, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage. Jessica Jones, I watched. I loved that, start yeah. to finish. Um, Luke Cage, I'm about halfway <laughs> through. I, I really enjoying that. Because I think one of the best things about the Defenders, except. Iron Fist is uh, that you've got people who either aren't superheroes trying to be them or people who are superheroes hating the fact that they are. Yeah. And uh, with uh, Legion, the filmmaking on it, the, the cinematography, everything is mm-hmm. like you don't know when you are. It, everything looks like 50s, 60s, but they yeah. have cell phones. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's random song and dance scenes because your main character is schizophrenic. So he's, <laughs> and you're kind of all just okay. along um, for the ride. Uh, yeah, it's from his perspective. So everything's askew, and it's it's not quite you. You don't quite understand, but neither does he. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's you know, yeah. and then once once he has that lucid moment, everything kind of comes into focus for a short period of time. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and as the series goes, it's only ten or twelve episodes. As the series goes, those moments of lucidity lengthen as he gets a clearer sense of what's going on mm-hmm. um and the superheroes uh to air quote that in this one basically all of them either are horribly broken mm-hmm. or their abilities are really really dumb <laughs> um there there is no uh there's no phoenix force in legion it is just yeah. Just people with, yes, remarkable, not always useful abilities. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I can slightly warm up your cup of coffee. <laughs> I can inflate your tires <laughs> without even touching them. <laughs> there you go. What's your superhero name? I'm the chafing dish. <laughs> I'm excellent for keeping your sauces at temperature. Back to Doc and Sus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we would hate to misadvertise. <laughs> exactly. I either for me a, a superhero movie there has to be 
what you that what you just described sounds great to me. I, I could probably watch that. Like Jessica Jones had a lot of that too. Like just people who were had superpowers but were really like mentally kind of screwed up a little bit, or trying to figure out life. Um, I I I hate. Like Captain America, I just want him to die. Okay, I want him to die. He's perfect. He's got everything figured out. He's on top of everything. I I know, but I want him to die. I want everything for Jesus to die. That's, that's how I feel about Superman. It's like, okay, so well, he's a perfect paragon yeah. god. Um, every yeah. decision he makes is always good. Yeah. Um, and the rest of us are just schmucks. Right. And so what's the drama? Why are we watching this? Right. I could, I could have said there that same thing. There's actually an answer to that. Henry Cavill is the reason I'm watching that. <laughs> yes. We are stupid. Because we cannot even recognize somebody with a glasses. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the tick is the original tick uh, series. Where there's a Superman carrot-like character, yeah, and the tick is like, ah, it's Super Dude or whatever. And the, the guy turns around, puts on his glasses. Where did Super Dude go? What did you do with Super Dude? And then he takes off his glasses. Ah, there you are, Super Dude. <laughs> the tick. If you ever get to watch the '90s show uh, Tick, I might. Now, see, I was going to say on the other end of the spectrum. I will, I, I will enjoy a superhero movie if they really go all out comic book on me. Like, like a lot of people, I guess, hated the Fantastic Four from two. Was it two thousand four, two thousand five, around there? Oh, the one with Jessica Alba. Yeah, yes, Jessica. I watched that. I loved that because there was like kind of a tongue in cheek sense of humor about the whole thing. It was like, yeah, we're superheroes, but we're not really taking this too seriously. Yeah. Or um, Iron Man. Iron Man had a lot of that in it too. It was like kind of a little bit of a jokey attitude about the first it. Iron Man. I liked the the structure, the way yeah. that it was yeah. done, and I mean. Robert Downey Jr. is like pure cocky, and I, I yeah. respond to that. So, yeah. so that was like I really enjoyed. It. So you either have to go all out comic book on me and make it a little bit sort of like almost borderline goofy without going too far, or make it really kind of dark and grimy and realistic. But the like the, all the middle in between stuff drives me fucking nuts. I can't deal with like su- the Superman's a great example. Also, I, I can't do that. I can't. Well, no, a great example of what I can't stand about superheroes is like if you're perfect. It's like why there's no tension. I I know you're gonna win. Mm-hmm. I know this is gonna work out for you. Great. I didn't know that Jessica Jones was going to come out of that hole. Yeah. I um, uh, the whole time I'm going. Wow, this is gonna be a really it's dark the most ending. Terrifying idea of a villain. Yeah. You can have. I yeah. Mean, yeah. It's like fine. Control my thoughts, but make me. But don't make me want to do the shitty things you tell me to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was played very well by. Uh, oh, David Tennant. David Tennant. It's amazing. So. Yeah, it was very, very good. He plays a really good bad guy. He does. Yeah. And I actually remember somebody, and probably somebody who'd only ever seen him in Doctor Who, reading something is like, well, I don't see how he's going to play Kilgrave. I, he, I don't really think of him as a bad guy. I'm like, one, the Doctor's not a good guy. So if you think the Doctor's a good guy, you're not following along very well because yeah. he's an asshole. Two, he played Barty Crouch <laughs> in the Harry Potter yes, movies fantastically. And then, um, yeah, he he doesn't just play the the, the nice uh, plucky guy, and he played uh, Kilgrave very well. His tongue constantly in that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so oh, those movies are ridiculous. But uh, I, I I I am looking. I we did watch Logan, mm-hmm. uh, and it was fantastic. It was. It was a lot unremittingly of fun. dark and depressing. And I'm Love sorry. It. Were Were you hoping for a, for a moment of light? Well, here's 30 seconds. Now depressing again. <laughs> <laughs> we just wanted to give you that glimmer of light so you remembered how dark this is. It's like a spring week here in the Northwest. Yeah. Oh, there's one day of sun. Yeah. I, wore, I wore shorts on Friday. Nice. And then Washington returned. Oh, yeah. Western Washington you know, came back. You'll get a little bit of sun after the credits. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. I cried. You cried? During Logan? Logan yeah. 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 Wow. Logan. As well. Yeah. Yeah, you know, well, it's no, it was no like steel magnolias, I'm sure, but it was. <laughs> yeah, a little less sexy. Yeah, everything was just dirty and hard. And wait, maybe we are talking about the same thing. <laughs> I don't know. This is apparent. It's not apparent to me. <laughs> but uh, uh. yeah, bad dad jokes apparently. Yeah. It's, eh. it's that kind of day. So, what do you guys? Uh, what would you rate this beer? This is solid three. I'd give it a four. Oh, that's just because it's you know early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> As we progress through the day, my rating will decrease. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'd say three and a half. I do like citrusy beers. Yeah, 
I, I'm not a big fan of grapefruit actually, generally. And this is um, really this does a good job. Yeah, it's it a, a bit of a citrus to it, but you really can't taste the grapefruit. It just right. plays with right. the uh, the citrus hops. It doesn't yeah. Yeah. really sound on its own. My little sister hates the citrusy part of hops. She loves IPAs, but not citrusy ones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping when we head down to Portland, I, we can hit uh, Hub. Oh, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. So. The um, the beer you guys did last week, the uh, 20 Days. Um, Yo, the 20 Days of Beer Week? Oh. The 20 Days of Beer Week was uh, had the hop powder in it. Oh. So, so they freeze-dry the hops. Yeah. Which basically pulls the, I can never remember that from the gland in the hops. The um, the oil turns into a powder, and they can get rid of all of the actual green. So you basically are just left with the intense kind of bitter, uh, fruity huh. hop flavor with none of that green. Mm. Interesting. And so, despite the fact that Tamara does not like uh, IPAs, the the IRA that that really? was she could she enjoyed an entire glass of it because she didn't get any of the as she says it it wasn't like a cat pissed on grass and then you mowed the grass and then you <laughs> squeezed it into a glass and then chilled it and started drinking it which is how she describes most of my beers like, um that's a great yes. grass gra- piss i don't know how to describe this but Wow. Yes. I wanted that. I wanted that to go on for a little while longer. <laughs> like they put it in the cooler for a while, and then they brought it out. And next Thursday, every other Thursday, you take it out, you thaw it out, you squeeze it, you squeeze the cat into it again. <laughs> Just add a little bit more cat. This is how we dry hop. What did they feed the cat? That's what I wanted. Cat only drink champagne. You actually feed the cat the pissed on grass. Have a piss. Oh, jeez. That is not unlike how she views uh, Bastard Cat IPA. Yeah. Wow. I'm not a really big fan of Bastard Cat either. Bastard yeah? Cat is my pro- one of my favorite IPAs. Yeah, I really like it, The too. Bull of the Woods is my favorite IPA, I think. B- Bull of the Woods? It's their double IPA. Yeah? And it is, um, it's a, essentially, it is the exact Bastard Cat recipe with everything doubled. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's higher. It's like a percent higher ABV. It's technically higher IBU, but you don't get the, the harsh because water, the mash can only absorb so much from the hops. Right. So it absorbs the easiest stuff. It gets that like hot powder, the, the, the bitter, the earthy, the citrusy. You don't get the green as much. So Tamara can actually have this much. That's my fingers about an inch apart of the uh, bull of the woods where um, one sip of the bastard cat uh, will send her uh, screaming about cats and pissing. Oh, she's on a rant again about kitties and pissing. Well, especially since she's just drinking her red cap, which is the least top beer they have. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, sitting over there where, you know, I haven't come up with an animal related metaphor because I actually like the red cap yeah. also. So I don't feel like putting it down. I'm like, well, yeah, it's, no, it's, it's just good. Actually, uh, the North Fork has a red IPA right now that is absolutely delicious. Yeah. And I, they have a triple, Belgian triple, which is pretty good. Mm. Yes. Red IPAs are oh, very yummy. They are super yummy, and I really do enjoy them. I wish the North Fork would, uh, you know. I, I, well, no, just, just distribute a little bit, you know. It'd be it. nice to, yeah. I believe the owner is selling it to her current brewer and somebody else. I think they're partnering up. Somebody oh. partnering up to purchase that. Hopefully, they don't do any changes too much. Yeah. Well, if it's the brewer. With the brewer yeah. there, I don't think. Well, and work. it's one of those things. There's such a fixture on the Mount Baker Highway. People coming and going. I mean, change anything, and uh, you're yeah. going to get some some hard words from uh, from some yeah. skiers during the winter and uh, yeah. hikers during the summer. Was it where I had the pizza? Yes, the pizza is delicious. Mm-hmm. The monster. Yeah, we love the monster pizza. That, this time we, we decided to get something different because we'd never gotten a couple of the pizzas on there, so we got the white pizza. Um, it was good. Oh, what kind of your... sauce did that have? Well, uh, I think it was a white sauce. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I, w- I wouldn't have thought. It was quite creamy. Wouldn't Excellent. Too many chunks. On a scale of one to four, how would you rate that sauce? <laughs> Oh, at least a four. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Was it wow. garlicky? Oh, very garlicky. <laughs> very garlic. Garlic level high. <laughs> How would you describe the flavor? And that's flavor with a, a U. Well, of course, it's a U. That's very Manitoba. Yeah. Nice. We really need to oh, do a sauce podcast. 
I don't know if there's beer in the vicinity. Well, is there a beer? Go get the beer? Other than the beer that's sitting immediately <laughs> to your left. Uh, have we ever had a Scuttlebutt Brewing Company Hoptopia? No, no. We're having a cream ale. Oh, good. Cream okay, ale. there we go. A cream ale. Can someone open this? I can. It's my superpower. I can open bottles. That would be awesome. Superpower. But only, but only bottles this big, not smaller ones. <laughs> do you have to use finger guns to do it? <laughs> open that bottle. Man, what would, what would your? That was amazing. <laughs> Took some time, but he got there. Well, you know what? We've already. He's already explained. He only likes the lame, gritty superheroes, yeah. and so having to spend forty-five seconds staring at a bottle to make it open. <laughs> Poor man. We went to Bridgeport when we but you know, whenever when, the next time the world needs someone to open a bottle to save it, you guys won't be laughing. Hurry! <laughs> <laughs> we must the open this bottle, but no one can get to it. The only way to shut down the reactor <laughs> is to open this bottle of beer that's forty-five feet away. It's liquid scene. <laughs> liquid scene. Unfortunately, your Join power only extends Jesus. forty-three feet, and two feet closer, you get irradiated. <laughs> And that will be the superpower that saves that saves liquid Jesus. <laughs> is, uh... Well, see, that's the problem with the Prince of Darkness is they accidentally open the lid. Now, and is they it let... the prince as in royalty or the prince as in footprints? <laughs> prince as in royalty. Because I, I would actually go to see a movie called The Prince of Darkness. <laughs> Where are they? <laughs> it was actually the it was actually the de- the demonic force previously known as the Prince of Darkness. I, I the darkness. Now it's this. Yeah. <laughs> this this beer smells funny. Um, I'm. N- Wow. Mm, yeah, Bridgeport Brewing Mosaic Hopped Cream Ale. You know what? The nose? Yeah. Very chapstick-like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm right there with you. That That is... It's very Susie-esque. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm, uh, I'm digging the aroma. <laughs> the flavors, it tastes like a lager. A lager named Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, he tasted better than this. <laughs> he tasted like sawdust and sadness. <laughs> yeah, it, there's a distinct uh, chapstick flavor. This is yeah, and this is not as uh, what I was thinking it might be. Well, I, I find that um, we might have we should, probably should have went with this first. The defining yeah, feature of a cream ale is its flavorlessness. So <laughs> that is not uh, a huge surprise to me. Have you had cream ales before? Oh yes. Oh, you have. That is not me just arbitrarily making a, a statement with no, nothing to support it. So what is? Oh, I uh, that, that sometimes you know, I mean Trump's America. I'm allowed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're finding the silver lining in this <laughs> in this clusterfuck. I'm a white man in America. I get to do whatever the fuck I want. I mean, let's ignore the bisexual thing because that would lose me all my rights. But you know, <laughs> I have to put you in a camp. <laughs> protect so, you know, protect the world from my homosexuality by putting me in a camp with a bunch of guys <laughs> who are also like me. Yes, protecting us well, from our gay. No one ever said it was a smart move. <laughs> it's like the, whole, Just the, the move that people make when stupid shit happens. Every time I, uh, the whole topic uh, of the gay conversion camps and things like that always makes me think of uh, the movie. But I'm a cheerleader. Oh, it's, a it's great an amazing movie. movie. It's a great movie. What's what? I've never heard it's, of that. Um, what's her name? Frizzy hair. She's yeah, in Orange Is the New Black. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll come to me eventually. I don't. Um, there's but she gets sent, uh, her parents find out that she has a girlfriend, and so they send her off to a gay conversion camp. And it's, you know, it's, uh, I can't even remember the name, but it's a silly uh, name. And mm-hmm. it's um, co-ed, because they're, like, getting paired up with the gay guys who are, the girls are getting paired up with guys, you know, so mm-hmm. that they can learn proper natural behaviors. I see. And RuPaul, uh, as a man, <laughs> plays one of the uh, male Natasha Leone? Natasha Leone, yes. Yeah. And she, Cleo Luval, RuPaul is in it. Kathy Moriarty, who is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eddie Sibring, I don't know him very well. Oh, Melanie uh, Linsky is in it. She's always funny. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, in it. And every scene uh, of the like conversion so training cool. stuff is the uh, 
so um no i don't just like dripping with sexual tension and and amusement yeah. kind of at the same time it's just like um yeah it's if you ever want to uh have a laugh at the idea of something that's horrible mm-hmm. it's a good option yeah okay i'll add it to my list so we're not we're not crazy about the bridgeport brewing cream ale say a one yeah yeah it's, it's definitely a one it's a solid uh, one i'd give it a two i'm not wow. i don't hate you're, it you're in your cups you, already you, you. <laughs> it's, so, but, i don't what, i don't what, hate what it i'm just not with it? <laughs> a creamy sauce perhaps yes perhaps a creamy sauce and wait should this be c-r-e-m-e I mean, if you're in Manitoba, I don't know. <laughs> so what is a cream ale? I don't understand what that. I thought this was just a, a name that they had come up with, but that's an actual type of it ale. It's an actual type of ale. Okay. What, what does that mean? Do you know off the top of your head? Off the top of my head, no. But okay. fortunately, we live in a magic world where we never need to wonder. <laughs> we never need to but you also just said we live in Trump's America where you could just make it up and claim that that's right. So you could yeah, probably just come up with something. I'm actually bad at, uh, <laughs> at actually living in Trump's America. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. here's the Wikipedia description, and I just have to read it exactly as it is because it's it's perfect. Okay. Cream ale is a style of American and Canadian beer, of which examples are often light in color and well attenuated. Very nice. Flavorless. I'm just going to translate. <laughs> Attenuation is the percentage that measures the conversion of sugars into alcohol and carbon dioxide by the fermentation process, i.e. there aren't a lot of residual sugars. Um, generally very localized, yada yada style. Wow. It is related to the pale lager. Generally brewed to, be, brewed to be light and refreshing with straw to pale gold color. Hop and malt flavors usually subdued, but like all beer styles, is open to individual interpretation. Hmm. Despite the name, they do not typically contain any dairy. That's what I was wondering, how how cream might actually enter the process. I think cream is from the uh, texture, the mouth That's, feel of it okay. and the generally neutral flavor. Yeah, okay, got it. It is not as yeah. crisp as a lager. Right. Here but is Bridgeport's the description of their uh, cream ale. Our modern take on an original American-style Bridgeport cream ale is easy sipping and full flavored. Uh, well, it, not it according is to full Wikipedia. Of flavor. <laughs> the smooth, creamy backbone so unique to cream ale style comes from genuine or genuine. Uh, I can't talk. Uh, uh, genuine. Ah, uh, never mind. I can't read either. Uh, doses of malted Generous? Wheat, thank you. <laughs> a da, a da, a da, uh, malted wheat and flake oats. It's, I'm done reading this because I can't read apparently. But yeah, that's their take on Did you forget to put your contacts in? Uh, no, they're in. Mm. I forgot to read English. Mm. Well, um, oh, okay. this is, we are in Manitoba apparently, and so maybe if it were in your native French. Francais. <laughs> um, yeah. Deliver a slightly fruity, sweet character. I suppose this does sort it's of got, taste like what would happen if you used one can of orange juice concentrate and then, like, added four gallons of water. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds like uh, orange juice for McDonald's. Yeah. This is McDonald's a orange smooth juice. roll and go to session ale. Um, it is vaguely judging us for not liking it. <laughs> Yes, we don't care. We can handle it. We can take it, Bridgeport. Hold for domestic confusion. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what the fuck? We'll put that on the podcast. Yeah, this is this is. Fortunately, um, I did bring some uh, Crux IPA uh, that we can wash this down with. Oh yeah, we'll we'll need that. But uh, I think we're coming to the end of the podcast since we are nine minutes and six seven seven seconds eight seconds. But this is a short one. Counting. Come on. No. No. Unless it ends in a sauce. No. (laughs) Well. That could be well, arranged. Well, most of the movies I watch, it did saucing. <laughs> <laughs> they 
work every time. Right. <laughs> Don't they? So are you talking about like the Manny Petty facial kind of saucing? Or, uh, That's what I was uh, kind of thinking, but yeah. Like a, a pint of warm yogurt on the back kind of? Uh? Like that, yeah. Just where you spread it out like a pizza. Which... So, another hilarious film, very sexy, uh, Philadelphia. Um, <laughs> I remember... Oh, speaking of disease-riddled people. Yeah. I, I remember the first time oh, watching that, and there's the scene where um, Tom Cruise's character is, like, at the country club with, like, all his rich, homophobic corporate co-workers. Mm-hmm. And they, one of them tells a joke. It's like, how does a gay guy fake an orgasm? There's a pint of warm yogurt on, on his back. And I remember even way back then thinking, like, a pint? What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> I was going to say, that's a lot. <laughs> it's like, they, uh, apparently they have a disproportionate view of the difference between gay and straight men in terms of what's happening there. Or they assume there's 45 of them. <laughs> All faking an orgasm simultaneously. <laughs> Instant bukkake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like, <laughs> and really, who randomly has yogurt in that moment? Yeah. Well, you know. Hold on, I'm almost done. <laughs> walk over to the fridge. Put it in the microwave. Oh, and what one if you bring one of those? Medium. What if you accidentally bring one of those ones that has like the granola included? So then, <laughs> like, that. Oh, like, oh my god, I've got a disease. <laughs> God, this tastes like peaches. <laughs> and possibly more importantly, why the heck would you bother faking an orgasm in that scenario? Well, even aside from the why the hell would you ever bother, bother faking an orgasm, period. But, um, yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> a pint of yogurt. <laughs> Wow. My, my 14 or 15 year old brain was like. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine, even if it's warm yogurt, it's still like. <laughs> 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 you gotta shake the last one. I mean, <laughs> if you want this to work, you're gonna have to make it into a sauce. Exactly. <clears throat> Add some milk or something? Uh, cut it with a beaver. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do with champagne. <laughs> it's the new mimosa. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe the um. No, we put them all in bags. Maybe the small people just randomly decided to eat raw tomatillos last night. Uh, probably not. <laughs> Since the the idea of what was it? Um, hot dogs? No, not hot dogs. What they were turning down something last night, and I can't remember. It was just something completely relative. Oh, some of them were turning down the quesadillas. What's in there? Cheese. Like it's cheese. What's on the outside? It's Bread. Tortilla. It's a tortilla. It's a grilled cheese sandwich, for God's sake. Eat it. <laughs> exactly. I don't know if I like that. Do you know what the only way to find out if you like it is? Yeah. Not put it in my mouth. <laughs> that would be terrible. Yeah, they finish it. Yeah. Yeah, I know they finish it, but... Oh, man. Yeah, no, trying to appease uh, a group of children like that with food. Wow. Quesadillas. How lacking in adventure. Reason. Not to have children. Not that I did not have children. <laughs> oh, no, I, I don't blame people for not having and, children. Uh, <clears throat> I do have to say that uh, since my youth, the words, how will you know if you like it if you don't try it, we use in different contexts. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back to sauces. <laughs> yeah. Some of us don't need warm yogurt. <laughs> But I always need warm yogurt. <laughs> Unless I'm having... It feels just like the real thing. <laughs> the real what thing? I mean, unless I'm having Indian food, there's not enough blood need for warm yogurt. You want there. <laughs> Another phrase that comes in handy. <laughs> <clears throat> I believe... Uh, I believe there's a rule somewhere that... Uh, as men gather, talk of penises is inevitable. <laughs> and from what I can identify, that, that proves to be the case. At least when I'm on the podcast, I don't know. Uh... We, we've gone full asshole. <laughs> At times. But, yeah, there's a lot of penis talk. I, yeah. Mostly when uh, Mike is around, unsurprisingly. <laughs> oh, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I remember actually the first time I was ever on the podcast was also, I believe, the first time that Mike ever requested the things that he'd said on Mike get removed from the podcast. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That wasn't his decision though. That was uh yeah, that, that was, was coming from other sources that didn't <laughs> didn't like was, yeah, not happy about some of those I think Mike's idea early on with the podcast is that we would have beer, we would have food, which was like early on that was like there was always some one of us cooking something. Really? Which don't you remember that? Like Mike would make remember- he would cook stuff or yeah, that was like gonna the food was gonna be part of the podcast oh. along with the with the yeah, alcohol. And then Mike also talked about how we would we would all open up about our sex lives on the podcast. And I was like, eh, I'm not going to that part of this. And he did, like for the first few, I remember he used to get really like uh well, there was a lot very of graphic uh, discussions in the early podcast, and it was where I had to uh, just tell him how much I despise the act of poo. Or poo in general. Yeah. And that area is, is a grody zone. <laughs> as, I, as I call it, a grody zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're very grown, grown up terminology. Yeah. yeah. But would yogurt <laughs> help? <laughs> yogurt might help. <laughs> Drop it on there. Oh, can't see it anymore. Um, it tastes good. Do you guys <laughs> you ever see the movie The Road to Wellness? Not uh, I mean, like parts of it. I mean, we're talking like 90s here. It was uh, one of those movies where you watch it once and go, eh, that was cute. Yeah. Yeah. But the, what uh, stood out to me was, uh, I believe, Anthony Hopkins uh, telling uh, Matthew Broderick that he had like a gallon and a half of yogurt. And Matthew Broderick's like, I can't eat that much yogurt. He's like, oh, it's not going in that end. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, knowing that movie and knowing Matthew Broderick, his reaction was probably priceless. <laughs> <laughs> War games uh, and Ferris Bueller's Bear, yeah, yeah Ferris Bueller yeah and the uh, voice of adult Simba when he wasn't singing which is funny because Matthew Broderick can actually sing oh. so I'm not sure why they didn't have him sing and the scientist that brought down Godzilla that's right but he was starting to, uh, he was starting to widen he was no longer the skinny kid that he started oh that's true that yeah that's that's true <laughs> I have no idea who he's married to he is uh, mar- married to Sarah Jessica Parker yes oh, okay he married How the great foot face. Kids have? <laughs> 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 it just keeps getting more and more and more. They're also both Aries's. They're also what? Both Aries's. Aries's? Aries's. What does Aries's mean? Oh, astrologic sign. It's yeah, like me. Basically, imagine two of me in a relationship. Yeah, you've never been in an argument with me. It doesn't really apply. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is, what is the uh, what? We're, what's the, uni- the infant of the zodiac? So imagine trying to get two one-year-olds to uh, cooperate when they want different things. Oh, kind of like children. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I have this veneer of adulthood. That's really all it is. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you take astrology seriously, or do you, is this more of a kind of a fun? Um, <laughs> we used to have a friend who was completely obsessively like it was her religion into astrology, oh, okay. and I just absorb anything said around me. So I yeah. know a lot of stuff about it, but uh, I am fully aware that the exceptions uh, outweigh the. Uh, I was just non exceptions. I was just curious because that would that would that would be a a, uh, a real tangent out of the what I know of your personality to have you like a firm believer in astrology. <laughs> everything <laughs> else, everything awesome. else, and then yeah. astrology. That would be there would it would almost Mental be kind note, of never let Rick into my astrology shrine at home. <laughs> <laughs> I hey, I don't condemn people for having inexplicable personality quirks. I don't. That's fine with me. I, in fact, I that's. People are like that, but I just uh, astrology seems a little. I've, I've little... always I've had people say, "Oh, you must be a this, or you must be." A oh that. They're God! Like, they're right thirty-two percent of the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet you're a Pisces. No, no. <laughs> oh, did I say Pisces? No, I meant Scorpio. You're the sauce bearer. <laughs> I, 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 I'm tossing sauces. <laughs> Tam and I are in the process of buying our place, which is oh. the most adult thing we've like ever done. Wow! I'm now forty, and this so you buying the whole duplex? We're actually with. <coughs> yeah, my oh, wife hello. is making mustard gas. <coughs> 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 the podcast is now transferred into coughing time. 
Um, I think your oil was a little hot. <laughs> Best compliment ever. <laughs> Man, this got sexy. <laughs> I think your oil is a little hot. Ooh. Well, thank you, mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> Let me check your yogurt. Well, mess. where's your dipstick? <laughs> and, and we're back to rule 34. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> Go ahead. Can you... Now that I think we're done with the weaponized capsaicin... Um... <laughs> <coughs> so, we're actually buying <coughs> it with Kevin and Sean. Oh, so you can split the difference. Yeah, because <coughs> I have no desire to be my uh, best friend's landlord. Excuse me. Yeah, that would be awkward. Yeah. And, uh... With the capital Awk. <coughs> Oh, so you're you're jointly buying the? Oh, that's a, yeah. that's a great idea. Um, yes. See if I can get a, a photo. Oh or yeah. I always try to get one photo of each. <laughs> try again. <laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Um, yeah, I realized that my <laughs> uh, my pose was hidden behind your head. <laughs> As I am so often reminded by my wife, I have an enormous head, so that's probably my fault. I thought you didn't talk about your sex life. <laughs> there will be some edits. <laughs> I'm like a tuna candy. <laughs> <laughs> to use an opener on it first. It's just bludgeoning. <laughs> oh, sweetie, I'm here with I'm here with the battering ram. <laughs> Ready for the black gates? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> okay. I we completely. All of a sudden, uh, all of a sudden <laughs> I'm envisioning like the Nazgul perch on the bedpost l- overlooking. <laughs> That's what we'll call your dog or cat. Yeah. What? The dog and cats like. <laughs> Everybody's got a quart of yogurt. <laughs> a quart? Jesus Christ! It's escalating. Oh, I like it. Well, on that note, final coughing thoughts. So I would like to think back fondly on the time that I had lungs. <laughs> And thank, thank Yami. Thank Yami so much for ridding me of the plague that is the ability to breathe. Because (laughs) if I learned anything from the Fallout fanfic that I read, (laughs) it is that the ability to breathe is completely overrated. (laughs) I'm sorry, Dave. Can't do that. Have you made that app yet? What's that? What app? My phone app. Oh, where you would just you you'd hit it. Whatever. It probably already exists. <laughs> it probably already exists. It probably does. I need more something. Uh, <laughs> Wash out the. There's a good test of that rule. Is there? Is there 2001 a Space Odyssey porn out there? Of course there is. <laughs> oh, somebody's already looking. <laughs> okay, Google. 2001 a Space Odyssey porn. <laughs> Let me guess. 2069. It's perfect. It's super yummy. It's a little spicy. It's a little spicy. Oh, yeah. Watch an epic food porn take on 2001 A Space Oddity. That's food porn, not exactly the same thing. Talking about uh, sauces. getting close. <laughs> My God. It's full of porn. 2001 A Space Oddity. <laughs> My God. It's Fungal monoliths and the space porn of uh, panspermia. And spermia. A sex odyssey on Pornhub. So yes, there yes, <laughs> I think we can There's conclude a porn of whatever. <laughs> I'm sure Inside Out has a porn at this point. Oh, that's that's just well sad. It was uh, like a, a ripoff of Herman's Head from the '90s, <laughs> and that was there were times even as a teenager watching that. Well, especially as a teenager watching Mark, they're missing at least one person inside his head. Libido. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that would be a very awkward. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just have Quagmire up here. Yeah, <laughs> it's a story about a seven-year-old girl 
No, we were going back to head. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not inside out. Yeah, yours is a lot tougher to pitch. Yeah. I agree. And no, perhaps should not going be. For that one. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's um, one that's in stasis until a certain point. Yeah, that's they true. could walk by and be like, "Who's that one?" It's like, "Oh, she doesn't wake up until you're older." <laughs> well, they, they, they do have a, a puberty reference in the movie, so yeah, it's like that's coming and that's the wall. I say one of the one of the biggest laughs I have gotten out of movies in ages was was the moment where they're at the dinner table. And the girl's upset, and the mom's looking at the dad, like, when are you going to step in? And the, they, they zoom into <laughs> the mom's head, and they're going, is he going to just sit there l- spacing out what's going on? It's time for you to do And then they zoom into the dad's head, and they're all watching hockey. <laughs> That's, uh, no, not an accurate at all. I don't, I'm not a hockey fan, but maybe the people in my head are. Right. That could be. Right. So... Jeff, do you want to grace us with the final, final thoughts? Final? I don't know if I really have any major final thoughts. It is Bellingham Beer Week. I don't know if I'm doing anything. I have to work seven days in a row, basically, this week. So. Yeah, oh, that sucks. Um, I don't know. So, look, get out there and drink beer, people. And sauces. Good beer Dave. and what? sauces. Beer and sauces. Beer, beer sauces. That's right. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I actually put oh, beer in the beer cheese. beans today. Would beer cheese be a sauce? Uh, uh, you could... Probably fake it. <laughs> Are we going back to the warm it up again? Yeah. Are we going to warm it up and pour it on my back? <laughs> Only if you pay. <laughs> anyway, good night, Dave. Well, yeah, it's probably better for you than actually eating the beer cheese. <laughs> you know, anything with Velveeta. Yeah. Brody. Oh. Good night, Dave. Good night, Dave. Good night, Dave. Yogurt, yogurt everywhere, nor any drop to drink. Beer Plus 3 featured Jeff Swatman, Rick Anderson, and our very special guest, Caleb Sanders. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us at beerplus3 at gmail.com. Good night, Dave. Tried to do a uh, like a Tupac uh, hologram type thing with Mike here. Oh yeah, he recorded that. I thought it was awesome. It was funny. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually when we do this, I'm just going to play it or for us. Or we the phone could ring. <laughs> Hello. So have you had a house full of children all night? She's. Oh no. Yeah, no kidding. That sucks. Yeah. Oh. God, I don't bounce back from sneezing that fast. Glasses. So yeah. Anyway, what I thought we could do is we could I could actually just set this over here and we listen to Mike do his thing and we react in real time and then I will dub that over, mix it in with us, so it sounds like he's actually sitting here. You know what I mean? Like he's an. Uh, You're gonna use uh, engineering uh, an, magic. Yes, and so he'll be like a an audio hologram. When are we having lunch? When are we having lunch? I don't know. Why are you asking me? We got like four hot dogs left, so it's loaves and fishes time for y'all. Yeah. <laughs> you give someone a hot dog, they eat for a day. You teach them how to make a hot dog, and they never want to eat again. Yeah. That yeah. was perfect. Absolutely. Oh boy.
Right? It solves the problem. <laughs> yeah. So we're having some great zingers before we've really started recording, so we need to... <laughs> yeah, yeah, we probably should get... get on this, damn it. Okay, Mike. Mike. Do your thing. Do your thing. Oh, I lost my speech. Turn my headphones up. Louder. Louder. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, Ben. Uh-huh. <laughs> I got what you need. I got what you need. He does. I got what you need. He does. Uh, but does he have what we need? Hello, 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 white America. Assassinate my character. Money, matrimony, yeah, they're trying to break the marriage up. Who's going to act phony? Uh, who's going to try to embarrass you? Yeah, I'm going to need a day off. I think I'll call Ferris up. Bueller had a Mueller, but I switched it for a melee because I'm richer. And prior to this shit was moving freebase. Had a conference we with the DJs. The Puerto Rico three days. Parley with them P days. Now they got that shit on replay. Sorry, I'm in pajamas, but I just got off the PJ. And the last party we had, they shut down Privé. Ain't that where the heat play up? Niggas hate ballers these days. Ain't that like LeBron James? Ain't that just like D-Wade? Wait. Oh. I got what you need. Oh, I thought he was going to. I got okay. what you need. <laughs> Do you? That was part of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. What's up, oh, what's waiting. up, what's up, what's up, motherfucker, where my money at? You gonna make me come down to your house where your mummy at? Mummy, wrap the kids, cause I have I them crying the for their tones. mummy yes. back. Daddy is your daddy, tell him I just want my racks. Racks on racks on racks on racks. Maybacks on backs, backs on backs on backs. Who is that? Oh shit, it's just blacks on blacks on blacks. Hundred stack, how'd you get it, nigga? Laying raps on tracks. I wish I'd give you this feeling of planking on a million. I'm riding through your hood, so you bank, I got no ceiling. Made a left on North Strat Ave, right we in bed style. Made a right on 79th. Um, I'm coming think, down think, South Shore Drive. You, you gotta tell I me remain shy town, Brooklyn till I die. Brooklyn. Take them on home. You've never been to Brooklyn. Take them on home. Jeffrey, would you take them on home? Because I got what you need. Where my money at? Where my mummy at? Where's your mummy at? Beer plus three. Can we get this shit going right now? Fine. I think wow. so. I think we can. I, that was wow. <laughs> You're gonna put that on the podcast. That's you intense. That. That's a, that's a hard act to follow. <laughs> I know. But I'm gonna try. 